0: share our call to worship. Alleluia, Christ is risen.
1: Christ is risen indeed. Alleluia.
0: We have not seen the risen Christ,
1: but we see him in the lives of those transformed by grace.
0: We have not seen Jesus face to face,
1: but we have seen him in the faces of everyone whose love encourages us.
0: We have not touched the wounds from the cross.
1: But we have been called to bring healing to the scared of the world. Let us sing.
0: efforts make this time of worship possible, thanks to you who share by way of video in this time of worship, and I know we all join together in prayer for the day we will be able to gather again as the people of God within these various places of faith. We go to God with our opening prayer as it is before us, let us pray. How very good good and and pleasant pleasant it is, is, Lord God. God to be drawn together by you as brothers and sisters in Christ on this Resurrection Day. As it comes to us from the 20th chapter of the Gospel of John, first we offer these words of prayer. O Lord, you speak, and we are brought into being. You speak, and we are inspired. You speak, and we are created and recreated in the image of Christ. Speak to us now, O Lord, that we would hear your word above all others. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. Now Thomas, one of the twelve, called the twin, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, "'Unless I see in his hands the print of the nails "'and place my finger in the mark of the nails "'and place my hand in his side, I will not believe.'" Eight days later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. The doors were shut, but Jesus came and stood among them and said, "'Peace be with you.'" Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands, and put out your hand and place it in my side. Do not be faithless, but believing. Thomas answered him, My Lord, and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen, and yet believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ the Son of God and that believing you may have life in his name this is the word of our Lord well as our scriptures begin at this time we see this is not a celebratory bunch of disciples this despite the news they have received of Jesus being raised from the dead notice the posture of those who had followed Jesus is to shake in fear in response to the news that Jesus lives again. They hide behind locked doors. They do not look for the one raised from the dead. They are not anxious to proclaim the good news of resurrection. They are afraid of what this news, should it be true, will do to them and to all they know. So what kind of church is this? Christ is raised from the dead. Death has been conquered. Pilate and all that would oppose God have been defeated. So what's going on with these disciples of Jesus cowering in fear? What kind of church is this? A pastor remembers the first church he served right out of seminary. For this pastor, this was not the most inspiring of churches. On his first visit to the church, found a large chain and padlock on the front door. Not a good beginning. But this was put there, he was told, by the local sheriff. When the pastor asked why, he was told, well, things got out of hand at the last council meeting last month. Folks started ripping up the carpet, and dragging out the pews they had given in memory of their mothers, it got bad. The sheriff came out here and put the lock on the door until our new pastor could come and settle things down. The pressure's on. It would appear the church served by this young pastor could not agree on anything, so the pastor did the best he could to serve these folks, and then, with some measure of relief, went to serve another church. It was a few years later this pastor ran into a young man who was Now a member of the troubled church the pastor had served. They still remember you there, said the young man to the pastor. I remember them too, replied the pastor. What's a nice guy like you doing in a church like that? Well you wouldn't believe it, said the young man. This church is making a powerful difference in the community. That little church is supporting in one way or another more than a dozen troubled families around the church. The free daycare center is doing great. There's not too many interracial congregations like this one in North Georgia. The pastor shook his head in disbelief. Are you sure we're talking about the same church? What happened? Well, I don't know, the young man said. One Sunday, things just came, sort of came together wasn't anything in particular. It's just that when the service was over and we were on our way out, we knew Jesus loved us and had plans for us, and and things just kind of took off after that. was the pastor walked away from that conversation. He could not believe what he had heard. But as he would reflect on that conversation, he realized There was really only one explanation for what had happened to that church. That church had been intruded upon by the Christ who had conquered death, the Christ raised from the dead. Though that church had closed its doors, and though the members of that church had been driven by fear, wanting little to do with Jesus, Jesus would not be stopped. Jesus would not be defeated. Jesus would not be kept away. He broke through the doors, intruded upon this troubled church, and he breathed on them his life-giving peace, his spirit. He transformed this cowardly, trembling bunch, made them a church, and this is something only Christ, raised from the dead, can do. And it is something Jesus does still. There is powerful blessing in all of this. It is blessing of belief. Blessing of belief that that lives not because we see, but blessing given to those who, though they do not see, yet still believe. It is blessing given by this writer called John. This writer of the gospel who, more than anything else, wants you and me to believe. He wants us to know this life-saving intrusion of the risen Christ. You see, if each of us only had a mentor in the faith, like the one who wrote this gospel. I'll call him John, though this writer does not identify himself. But again, if only each of us had a hero in the faith, like the writer of this gospel. You see, it is evident that the writer of this gospel cares deeply about those to whom he writes. I believe he understands those to whom he writes may feel at some disadvantage from other followers of Jesus. This writer understands there are those to whom he writes who believe themselves handicapped from believing in Jesus because they do not have first hand experience with Jesus? This writer understands those to whom he writes may ask, How can we believe in Jesus? How can we follow Jesus? We were not there. We never saw him. We never heard him. We did not sit at table with him. We never felt his embrace, never felt his hands giving us sight or making us to walk or raising us to life. So how can we, of all people, believe in this Jesus? The writer of the Gospel knows these questions. They weigh heavily upon him. Those to whom he writes struggle with belief. They struggle with unbelief. This writer, more than anything, wants them to, To believe. If only each of us had a mentor in the faith like this. Look again at this writer. He is fearless. He is persistent. Over 60 times in his gospel, he speaks some form of the word belief. And he does so. Why? Because he understands the circumstances in which those to whom he writes find themselves. From beginning to end of this gospel, John calls for faith, tries to compel belief in Jesus. To all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God. For God so loved the world that whoever believes in him, he who believes in the Son, has eternal life. This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he has sent, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall not hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. Jesus said to her, did I not tell you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. He who saw it has borne witness, his testimony is true, and he knows that he tells the truth, that you also may believe. These are written, that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. Jesus said to him, have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who haven't seen Each of us had mentors, like John, because it's obvious he cared. He loves those to whom he writes, wants them to believe, wants them to find the life known only by those who believe in Jesus Christ, so much so that he dares offers those who struggle to believe the blessing of Jesus for their belief. Blessed are those who haven't seen, yet believe. So I ask you, brothers and sisters, do you accept this blessing given by John? I ask this because he's writing to us. Really, is there any difference between us and those to whom John first wrote some 60 years after the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. They didn't see him. They didn't hear him. They could not tell anyone what Jesus looked like, what he sounded like, could not tell anyone if his hands bore the calluses of years lived as a carpenter. They weren't there when he fed the 5,000. They weren't there when he healed the man born blind. They weren't there when he raised Lazarus from the dead. So tell me the difference between us and those to whom John first writes. Tell me then the blessing John offers to the first audience of his gospel is not this blessing, our blessing as well. Blessed are those who have not seen. Disadvantage. So many reasons not to believe. But we believed. We are, according to John, blessed. Blessed are those that is you and me who have not seen yet believe. Did we know how blessed? again this blessing. Blessed are you who haven't seen, but believe. As the blessed children of God, believers in the risen Christ, I invite us to pray. Pray responsibly the prayers of the people. In this time of prayer, I will offer a series of petitions, each petition concluding with the words, Lord in your mercy, inviting from you the response, Hear our prayer, and inviting you to name wherever you may be those prayer concerns upon your heart. And then we conclude with the prayer that Christ has taught us. We go to God. Lord, thank you for your care for us, your love for us, your blessing of us, and thank you for working in our lives, even in the most difficult of times, so as to bring from us the offering of belief. Lord, even though we have not seen, help us to know your presence with us, and help us to know that now and always we are your blessed children those who believe in you, Lord, in your mercy,
1: hear our prayer,
0: and hear us, Lord, as we pray for the people of this congregation, Lord, in your mercy,
1: hear our prayer,
0: hear us, Lord, as we pray for all who suffer and all in trouble, Lord, in your mercy,
1: Hear our prayer. Lyndon Danny Bowen.
0: Lord, in your mercy, hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. Hear us, Lord, as we pray for the concerns of this community. Lord, in Lord, as we pray for your world, its peoples, and its leaders, Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Hear us, Lord, as we pray for your church, its leaders, its members, and its mission. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Bishop Lewis. those of your saints, so great a cloud of witnesses now surrounding us, gathered with us in this time of worship, and praying with us as Christ has taught us. Our Father, who who art in in heaven, heaven. hallowed Hallowed be be thy name. name. But deliver us, us from evil. evil. For thine is the
1: kingdom, kingdom. and the power. power.
0: We have not seen, but we believe, so we know the blessing of God.